And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as Saskatchewan made some harvest progress this past week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies. The high today plus 5, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The low minus 6 tonight, the wind chill near minus 10. Friday, increasing cloudiness, periods of rain tomorrow afternoon, wind southwest 20 gusting to 40, the high near 7. Tomorrow night, rain or snow, the low minus 4. Saturday, cloudy and windy with a high of plus 1. Saturday night, cloudy, the low minus 8. Sunday, sunny skies, the high plus 3, and a low of minus 5. Monday, partly cloudy with a high of 11, and a low of minus 2. Tuesday, sunny with a high plus 6, the low minus 3. Wednesday sunny, the high near 9 degrees. The normal high is 12, the normal low minus 2. The sun rose this morning at 714. It sets at 616 tonight. Around the province, Estevan is plus 2, Saskatoon plus 4, Swift Current minus 1, Weyburn plus 2, Yorkton is plus 1. In Regina with cloudy with sunny skies, it's plus 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 11. Humidity is 50%, the barometer dropping 102.3. Sunny in Moose Jaw, plus 3. Winds are from the west-southwest at 4. Once again, Regina, sunny and plus 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan farmers made some harvest progress during the past week. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says wet and cool weather continued to hamper progress across much of the province. We did make about 5% progress over the last week. So provincially, 78% of the crop is now in the bin. That is up from 73% last week, but does remain behind the five-year average of about 84% for this time of year. Certainly, we saw another week of some wet and cool weather. Uh, many areas reported a combination of both snow and rain. So things have been slow to get going again, but we have heard that many producers are out in the field as we speak. But I understand harvest is stalled by snow in the northwest and we need some warm, dry weather? Absolutely. Uh, certainly the northwest in particular did see, you know, anywhere from a couple traces of snow even up to six or seven inches. So things have essentially stalled up there, but hopefully with the forecasted nice weather, uh, you know, things do improve for them. We are going to need many weeks of warm, dry and windy days. Probably more emphasis on dry, of course, but certainly we are hopeful, as we always are, that the weather does improve for us. Where is harvest most advanced and least advanced? Well, harvest in both the southeast and southwestern areas of the province actually remained unchanged from last week. Uh, many producers have not turned a wheel in at least a week, if not several weeks. So the southwest region still does remain at 90% of the crop combine. The southeast region has 89%. The west central region made some good progress this week with 70% now in the bin. The northeast region has 64%. They actually went up about 20% in the last week. The east central region follows with 63% combine. And the Northwest has 44% in the bin. 
So many crops were harvested, though, in tough and damp condition? They sure were, yes. For the most part, what is now coming off is tough or damp, and for the most part is being placed into dryers, of course, as time and space permits, and if they are able to actually get any propane. What is the topsoil moisture rating? Well, at the moment, cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 4% surplus, 66% adequate, 24% short, and 6% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 2% surplus, 60% adequate, 29% short, and 9% very short. Thanks to the recent moisture, uh, things have improved for us. So although that is too late, of course, to help us this year, uh, certainly it will help us for next year. Still expecting an average crop production? For the most part, yes. Certainly we do have some areas in the north that will exceed what their yield expectations were once they can get it off, of course. But for the most part, provincially, we are expecting an average crop, certainly with some pockets of high yield. And of course, we do have some areas that were lower than wanted. You're expecting some livestock feed shortages? Absolutely. So for the most part, most livestock producers have indicated that we do have adequate supplies of hay, straw, green feed, and feed grain heading into winter. However, we do have many producers in that southwest region as well as the west central and pockets right throughout the south as well as the central areas that may have inadequate feed and shortages may be likely. And now with all this rain and snow, you're expecting some crop damage downgrading? Absolutely. Uh, We've already heard many reports of some bleaching as well as some sprouting. We do have some lower bushel weights coming off as well. And of course, now that a lot of that crop has lodged, we may actually see some earth tag issues. As well, some of the standing crop has actually shelled out due to the moisture as well as the wind. And of course, now on some swath crops, we do have some geese and some wildlife feeding on those. So wildlife feeding is an issue right now? At the moment, yes. But certainly it's not as much as maybe the geese are, but certainly the longer the crop sits out there, we may have some issues. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. A fire this morning at Northwest Terminal in Unity will affect farmers during this difficult harvest. There's been no official information released yet, but the fire is believed to be in the new grain dryer. The Unity Fire Department posted a picture of smoke coming from the facility around 7.30 this morning. Crews are still on scene. Northwest Terminal is owned by approximately 1,000 shareholders, the majority of which are area farmers. Northwest Terminal owns and operates an inland grain terminal and bioproducts production facility. It's located on the CN and CP Rail networks near Unity, about 200 kilometres west-northwest of Saskatoon. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley is wrapping up a successful trade mission to Western Europe. McCauley says he strengthened farm trade ties with the European Union this week with stops in Spain, Belgium and Italy. He says farm exports are up $133 million in the first 10 months of the Canada-European trade agreement. Over the past week, I was able to sit down with the leaders of some of the major agri-food companies in Spain, Belgium, and Italy, as well as some government officials. We explored ways to strengthen our relationships through more investment and more sales. Of course, to take advantage of see that we need to ensure our trade rules are based on science. This is a key me- message I took to our trading partners around Europe. I met with our minister. Of, I met with the minister of agriculture in Spain. In Brussels, I sat down with the commissioner of agriculture for the European Union. I also met the European Union's commissioner for health and food safety. We discussed opportunities under CETA as well as ways to remove barriers to trade. 
here in Rome, I met with the Director General of Food and Agricultural Organizations. We discussed food security, and we discussed the need for farmers to have the latest tools and technology if we're going to feed the world. Canada is supporting the FAO Symposium on Innovation and Technology in the agricultural sector taking place next month. I also sat down with the Italian grain industry. I raised Canada's serious concerns about our market conditions in Italy, which are hurting our Durham wheat imports. I defended our grain farmers. And I urged the Italians to work with us to end the unfair barriers to trade for our Durham wheat. It was a good meeting, and they were very supportive. Our Canadian Durham farmers grow world-class product. It's high quality, it's safe, and it makes great pasta. We continue to urge the Italian government to acknowledge that our Canadian wheat is safe and high quality. And we continue to urge them to respect the science when it comes to Canadian farming practices. We will continue to work side by side with our grain industry so we can uh, we too can reap the benefits of CETA. The future is bright for our industry, and that's good news. Canadian Durham exports to Italy have dropped significantly since Italy adopted country of origin labeling on pasta. Macaulay also repeated a promise to provide compensation to dairy farmers for concessions made in the European and U.S.-Mexico trade deals. Macaulay says he will go to China this fall to discuss farm trade. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed, but overall higher during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says strong U.S. beef exports to places like South Korea, Mexico and Japan are supporting current beef and cattle prices across North America. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed with feeder steer prices on average, increasing almost $3 per hundredweight last week. Saskatchewan feeder steer prices range between $2.53 per hundredweight lower and $10.63 per hundredweight higher. Biggest price decline was in the heavyweight 900-plus pound feeder steer weight category, while the largest price increase was in the lightweight 300-400 pound weight category. The 5 to 600 pound feeder steer weight category was almost unchanged, averaging $225.67 per hundredweight last week, and that was only a few cents lower from the previous week. Feeder heifer prices were also mixed last week with an equal number of weight categories with higher prices versus lower prices. Feeder heifer prices range from $3.78 per hundredweight lower to $16.30 per hundredweight higher. The largest price gain was in the lightweight 300 to 400-pound feeder heifer weight category, while the biggest price decline was in the 800-plus-pound feeder heifer weight category. What were the factors affecting the feeder cattle prices? Again, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed but overall higher, with strength in U.S. feeder cattle, steer cash prices, Saskatchewan basis levels were also stronger last week from the previous week, helping price gains in some of our weight categories. And what were marketings? Canfax reported weekly marketings averaged 14,602 head of cattle sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 8,622 head marketed the previous week. And what happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were noticeably higher from the previous week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows increased $2 per hundredweight last week to average $86.50 per hundredweight, where the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $2.75 per hundredweight to average $76.92 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were again higher last week, with prices increasing $2.33 per hundredweight to average $150.82 per hundredweight. 
Marsignuk's U.S. beef exports in August were at a new high of 95,000 tons, up 3% from July and up 9% from August last year. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Oats went down 56 cents at 189.67. Number one red spring wheat rose $3.21 at 245.54. The rest were unchanged. Durham 213.94. Feed barley 189.63. Canola 459.12. Flax 487.52. Yellow peas $230.54. And feed wheat 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 5.92 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for October 10th regular sale. Weyburn did not have a sale this week as it was Assiniboia's turn. Your market for your bulls were softer this week, but for your good strong cows, they stayed around the same price as last week as your D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.74 cents to 84 D3 cows sold from $0.62 cents to 73 and your slaughter bulls from $1 to $1.16 a pound. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,900 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 151 to 162 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,700 head, selling a range of 148 to 161 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 33 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2992. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.70 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets moved lower in yesterday's trade and lost close to $1 U.S. 100 weight, breaking the steady trend higher that had developed over the last two weeks. Lean hog futures are experiencing a divergent trend with the December and February contract moving towards the lower end of its one-month trading range, while the remaining 2019 contracts have been near contract highs over the last few days. This trend reflects the difference between near-term and long-term fundamentals. In the short term, the U.S. will see record pork production with tariff-constrained pork export sales to China and Mexico. However, in the long term, global pork prices may have significant gains due to the ongoing spread of African swine fever in China and Europe. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Today's outlook, mainly sunny, the high plus 5. Winds up to 15 kilometres per hour, the low minus 6, the wind chill near minus 10. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness. Periods of rain in the afternoon, wind southwest 20 gusting to 40, the high plus 7. Tomorrow night, rain or snow, the low minus 4. In Regina, sunny and plus 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.